coming up on the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. So like avoiding products with the vegetable and seed oils, um, avoiding a lot of refined sugars and avoiding, I would say, American wheat products and flours, uh, I think can be super detrimental to a lot of people, regardless if you're celiac or not, um, especially like enriched wheat flour. So like those three things would be my main points of emphasis, along with the number of ingredients, you know, it's like, I don't, I really don't eat that many products that are even packaged to begin with. Um, just yeah. because obviously going for whole food, single ingredient food is always the way to go, um, regardless of what paradigm you subscribe to. So just getting like simplified products, you know, that it's like plantains, coconut oil, and salt. Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I'm Brian Grin, and I'm here to give you actionable tips to get your body back to what it once was 5, 10, even 15 years ago. Each week, I'll give you an in-depth interview with a health expert from around the world to cut through the fluff and get you long-term sustainable results. This week, I interviewed holistic health coach, aka the health goat, Jared Rolski. Jared has worked with four NBA franchises and some of the world's best athletes and executives. We discussed how to simplify your trip to the grocery store, along with what products to avoid and look for with his brand guide, circadian health, the importance of focusing on one or two things when it comes to optimizing your health, and his one tip to get your body back to what it once was. Really enjoyed my interview with Jared. I know you will too. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I have Jared Rolski on. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it, man. Like when I first got into the space, I always saw like your podcast and I'm like, my goal is to get on. (laughs) I finally made it. So, oh, wow. Well, you've made it. Well, you're blowing up. So, you know, I had to get you on. Um, Holistic Health Coach puts out awesome reels. So, check out his Instagram. Your handle is. What's your handle? Is it just holistic health coach or is it changed? No, no. it's health goat, the dot health dot goat. And how'd you come up with that name? I actually, well, it, I had started with a different name uh, originally, and then I created a course and named it the health goat just because a lot of like the imagery and theme that I put out there, like us being Chicago guys growing up in the Chicago Bulls dynasty era. It was like Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali and just like bringing like this sort of culture into the health space because that's like what kind of has always like driven me. And I'm just like a fan of these all time greats. So I'm like, let's just go health goat all the way. It just kind of fits the branding. And it's I I definitely think it's helped the cause. Yeah, greatest of all time. And uh on your Instagram, you put a lot of reels out there. What what sort of motivates you or what uh, what's the reasoning behind a lot of these reels? Well, obviously, I think anybody, any creator would be lying to you if they said that they weren't interested in how many people they're reaching because, you know, our livelihoods and our ability to run successful businesses is in essence tied to it in some cases. So, you know, the viewers in many cases, like the feedback that we're getting from the algorithm and what people want to see, like can dictate what you're putting out there. So obviously, like I have a pretty clear message and then being able to tailor it in certain ways, put my own unique spin on it and like artistic 
kind of aspect to it like is the motivation and that's what seems to kind of reach as many people as possible if that makes sense yeah no for sure and what what got you into this like the health space i mean some people have these elaborate stories like what do you have a story as far as like uh weight loss or just um you know maybe health issues that you've overcome or anything like that well, I was living in Italy for a couple of years. I was managing a team in the Italian basketball league. And, you know, I felt all right physically, but I was definitely gaining weight. I mean, literally we eat pizza and pasta every meal out there. And then I moved back to the States about six years ago and I was living in Los Angeles. And I think most people approach health from an aesthetic standpoint. And I'm like, okay, Los Angeles is pretty competitive. You know, if you're a single guy, like you have to, uh, upgrade yourself so that was kind of the first step i'm like i gotta get these chicks so i gotta look better and it was just like a slow process where you you realize health is so much more than that and you're like peeling off layers and then like different things occur in your life and then you're kind of getting deeper and deeper and then long story short um during the pandemic I still work in the nba and during the pandemic the league shut down for a period of time and i'm i'm not one of the those type of people just like stay still and kind of just like, okay, nothing to do. So I went back to school at the Primal Health Institute, which is uh, Mark Sisson's Mm -hmm. health coaching certification course and did that for six months and then kind of just started creating content, coaching mostly people within the basketball space, actually. So I'm almost kind of merging the two communities, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like there's a need in in that space within the NBA for like a health influencer to help, you know, help a lot of these athletes? Are you working mainly with athletes? It's actually mostly with coaches is who I'm really targeting. Okay. You know, everybody kind of wants to get their hands on athletes. And I know that these philosophies help every human being. So I know it would help the athletes, but I think it's just a little it's just a smoother ride. If I'm approaching this, like, let me work with your coaches, you know, because yes, they do absolutely need it. When you are considering a lot of these guys are working in the graveyard shift in a sense where yeah. they're up late at night, they have games that could start at seven 30 PM. They're just getting bright lights beat down on them. And then, you know, they're really stressed out for a number of reasons. Like you have 17 NBA basketball players. It's like having 17 kids. And then they have, uh, a family they're running an organization they're taking red-eye flights they're hopping time zones they have food like unlimited access to food so i kind of look at it as all of us for the most part have a financial advisor and having a health advisor to just help put these decisions on kind of automatic help them kind of just make the decisions for them like kind of empower them to create the best possible health routine for their lifestyle, like is invaluable. So I think a lot of guys have that have signed up and gone through it have gotten like, uh, it's eye opening for them. And is that I know you have a brand guide, a grocery brand guide, maybe explain that that's that's something that's, uh, you know, one of your, one of your big items. So basically, with the content that you're creating, like, a lot of us are going to be like, don't eat this, don't eat this, don't eat that. And like that content gets a lot of play. And then the common response in your comment section is always like, where are the alternatives? We need alternatives. So basically I created this 
it's like a 75 page interactive PDF where I went through every item in the grocery store you can buy. So cereal, chips, cookies, granola, trail mix, nuts, butter, milk, plant milk. And I'm like, just overly simplifying this where it's like, these are the five good brands to focus on based off of all my research, based off the ingredients, the sourcing, all these nuances. And these are the five or whatever, 10 that you want to avoid. And here's the reasoning behind it. So it's like, we don't need to watch video after video. I put it all in one source and it's been like a big hit. Like I wasn't expecting it to, you know, people to just like flock to it, but I've sold like hundreds of these already in a month. And the feedback has been phenomenal because it's just kind of simplifying a very complicated problem for people where it's like, they just want a solution and um, they just want to know what to buy. And they just want to mm. know like in as quick as terms as possible. So I'm like, here it all is. You can literally just go to a table of contents and you're like milk and you click on the milk. It's like A to Z. It takes you directly to the milk page. Here are the good brands. Here's what you want to avoid. And um, I'm constantly updating it as well because these things do change and new products do come out. And yeah, it's just like, here. here's how to navigate the grocery store. This isn't a grocery list, right? It's like, because I could give two moms the exact same grocery list and they could come home with vastly different products in terms of how it could be impacting your health based off of the oils that's in it or the flowers or how much sugar. And it's like, let's just equal the playing field. Cause I think people are like vastly confused by how to, how to go through a grocery store now. Well, yeah, I totally agree with, and I think this is a big need because, you know, you, you go to a grocery store 20 years ago and there weren't 20 options for like milks, and uh basic stuff right where you'd have like two op two choices and eat whether they were healthy or not that's beside the point but now it's like okay now you have like 20 choices for like drinks milks um what are some of the i don't know most popular items that people sort of point to that that you feel like uh maybe you know they should look out for or or some items that they should maybe avoid well i think Sometimes you're you are kind of splitting hairs where it's like, okay, yeah. almond butter, there's not gonna be like a huge difference in like the the good brands versus the bad brands. But when you're getting into more processed foods like cereal or chips, I think trail mix is something that like I've had clients literally, these are like one-on-one coaching clients where they think they're eating something healthy. And I don't like blame them and I wouldn't understand people. I wouldn't expect people to understand how to understand these nuances. It's like almost like reading a foreign language. Um, Cause like you look at these ingredients and they don't know, they haven't gone to school for it. So they think they're getting something healthy because it's marketed that way. And then we just make like some very subtle changes where I'm like, let's get rid of that brand and usher in this one. And um, they like legitimately feel a difference in their digestion energy. And it's not always, it's always multifactorial, right? But these things, you know, the more we can kind of control what we know we can control, um, the better. So I'd say like, if you're really, the first thing you want to look for is uh, the oils that the product is being made with. So like 95% of products on shelves are really going to be made with vegetable and seed oils, which Uh, I'm sure you're pretty well versed in and what I would consider like one of the main factors that is leading to people's health deteriorating. 
um, for a number of reasons. And you're, you really like, you're not going to get processed food that's made with like butter or it's usually, if it's good, it's usually going to be like coconut oil or maybe avocado oil are going to be the oils that like you would rather be favoring as opposed to the canola, soybean, which both can be genetically modified, cottonseed oil, rice bran oil, corn oil, sunflower, safflower, all these things that have basically just been like rapidly ushered into our society and have like no track record in terms of uh, societies that have thrived from a health standpoint using them. So like avoiding products with the vegetable and seed oils, um, avoiding a lot of refined sugars and avoiding, I would say, American wheat products and flours, uh, I think can be super detrimental to a lot of people, regardless if you're celiac or not, um, especially like enriched wheat flour. So like those three things would be my main points of emphasis, along with the number of ingredients, you know, it's like, I don't, I really don't eat that many products that are even packaged to begin with. Um, just because obviously going for whole food, single ingredient food is always the way to go, um, regardless of what paradigm you subscribe to. So just getting like simplified products, you know, that it's like plantains, coconut oil, and salt. It's like, okay, this is like, these are quality ingredients that I can recognize. And it's not like a million things I can't pronounce on there. Um, which I could probably pinpoint what it is, but like, you know, it, what it's actually doing to our bodies, um, I think is unquantifiable. And how have you like, you know, now you've been back in the States for six years. What have you seen? Have you seen a pretty big difference in your health after, you know, leaving Italy? Were you in Italy? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say, it's definitely harder here. There's a lot more to navigate in terms of, you know, restaurants without a doubt, you know, like, I I don't think it's coincidence that almost all my friends that I speak to when they're traveling or they're eating at restaurants, like in a continuous pattern, like they feel like trash after four days, I think without um, exception, like it's pretty universal here. Um, And then a number of other factors. I think it's just like I was uh, I wasn't I don't think as in tune with my body when I was in Italy. So I can't really say I was definitely healthier. I mean, I was definitely heavier. I'm sorry. I think I've lost probably like 20 pounds. But um, the pandemic, I think, brought on a lot of challenges for people, including myself as well. Uh, And then I never used social media before the pandemic. I was always like, that's not healthy. I had no reason to be on it. So I was like, what are you guys doing? You know, and I created this uh, brand and whatnot. So it's definitely, you know, I think most creators would agree that it just leads to all sorts of other, I actually just hired a health coach. Um, Just like the accountability and pointing things out and giving me like more structure around things like, you know, an investment in yourself is always, I think, going to pay off. So it's just different challenges with like the, 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 the technology and the social media in general is like very addict. It's like has a qual it's designed to be addictive. And I think the only way to override it is like abstinence and it's, it's like hard, you know? So I think a lot of us struggle with that. Um, 
but you know, I'm healthier in certain ways than I was in Italy. Like I'd say I'm overall healthier for sure, but it's like, I have to do a lot of things to kind of maintain it. It feels like. Well, I notice on your Instagram, you do cook for yourself a lot, right? Yeah. I'd say like 95% of my meals are going to be homemade meals. It's not like I'm ordering DoorDash ever. It's the only reason I'll ever really go out to eat um, is just to congregate with friends. Right. Um, you know, it's on your Instagram, you talk about light, sleep, and food. Let's talk a little bit about light and sleep. What are, what are the things, what are sort of those, um, I don't know, those, those big things that people could maybe do to help them with one sleep. And then also, you know, with, I know we talk about blue light. I'm, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. And natural sunlight probably is, is important as well. Well, I think when you're looking at all these aspects of health, have it be nutrition, sleep, light, communication, community, basically we've just, we've got all this new age technology and whatnot, and it's all basically processed now. Like the communication is artificial. The light is artificial. The food is artificial. Um, these online communities in many ways are artificial. They'll never be a substitute for actual human interaction. So when you talk about, when you look at people that are talking about biohacking and whatnot, it's basically just a practice to trick your body into thinking it's back in its natural state. Um, and that can be through a lot of different mechanisms. Cause that's like, I'm not saying let's go back and live in the wilderness. We can all hunt our own food and, and have gardens and whatnot that that would maybe lead to optimal health for a lot of people. But we have to find ways to kind of like usher in these ancestral tools into this world that we're living in today. So that's why you see these people. It's not like we like wearing these like blue blocking glasses and whatnot, but um, it's kind of like a necessary thing. If you are basically staring at light past sundown is just completely tricking your body and you have overhead lights on, um, which I do right now, inexplicably, I could totally turn them off, but it really doesn't make sense because the only time you're even going to see that in nature is at solar noon, which is only like a few minutes. And then we're basically sitting under that past sundown. And uh, it's just not naturally occurring in nature the same way that like a flickering light wouldn't be occurring in nature. But most light bulbs that are in people's houses are going to have uh, a flicker that they might not even realize. So it's just kind of almost taking a standpoint of like mimicking your indoor environment to replicate what's actually going on in nature at that time. So like turning off your lights, you know, when, when the lights on the universe go down, that's pretty much like a good cue for you to kind of turn it down and start getting ready for bed because you're seeing so many people. And I think it's multifactorial, but you're seeing so many people are developing uh, insomnia issues and sleep issues. And the phones are, I think, going to be the number one reason why. Um, just like really, I mean, I wrecked my hormones. I would say like during the pandemic, uh, when I got on social media, I was creating content like deeper into the night than I normally would have. I'm like sitting, staring at my phone until 11, 1130. And like, it really put a number on my digestive system and I didn't put it together at first. I was like, it's the food I got to get, I got to like eliminate vegetables and I got to do this. And I got to like, I was just going down these rabbit holes almost in denial when it, it really was a circadian health factor for me. When I started just moving my bedtime up closer to 
what I would consider more natural, like nine, nine thirty PM, getting the blue blockers on, like putting the phone away before like an hour before bed, it improved drastically and like all of my health markers improved drastically. So it's just like finding these little tools and ways to uh, kind of limit the blue light exposure because it makes you psycho. You know, it's like they're if, like, go to Vegas, right? Like it, these people that are designing these cities are extremely intelligent. It's all designed to keep you up all night gambling. So you, they get more of your money. They know what you're, they know what they're doing, right? They're not going to have like dim lights and give you red light glasses in there. They're turning on all the lights. Um, and like bumping music and whatnot and then like we're basically recreating vegas like in our houses every night just staring at screens um which it just it's intuitively like it's just a biological mismatch which i think a lot of these things are the food included so it's like bringing it back to what we know works um as human beings like we've survived for you know people may disagree on how many years we've been here but like some people would say over two million years we've survived doing very specific things and now you're seeing like pretty rapidly the influx of disease is just like overtaking especially in this country where it's like not it's not like subtle it's like 50 percent obesity potentially pretty soon autoimmune uh, a lot of gut and hormonal issues it's just like happening like really quickly fertility issues so it's like let's go back to practicing a lot of these disciplines that we know work and that's just like getting back to to the roots of like eating real food getting in real communities and observing like natural rhythms in terms of light yeah i mean i use blue light black glass i actually have these are the daytime ones but i'll put the night ones on like after after well we're eight o'clock here in chicago so i'm getting there um and I, I do find it helps sort of wind down. Uh, I try not to, and I also pretty much try not to stare at screens and at least an hour before bed. So we talk about having like a sleep routine. Um, and then is what about like morning routines? Is this something that, that you've implemented or that you work with clients on? For sure. I think after the nutrition, that's like the first place to go because I definitely look at like a lot of factors with health it creates a cascading effect. Like when you start making good decisions or bad decisions, you're more prone to kind of repeat those types. Like if you, if you drink before bedtime, you're going to get worse sleep. You're going to have less energy the next day. You're going to have uh, the predilection, predilection to make worse uh, nutritional decisions the next day. You're not going to want to exercise. Like, so all those things are working against you as opposed to if you get good sleep and eat good food, you're way more likely to just kind of like create that momentum. So like looking at your day is almost a fractal of that where you want to get the best possible breakfast and kind of set the tone morning wise is just going to lead to better decisions throughout the day. So it looks different for everybody, just like the diet, I think is going to look different for everybody. Um, but like the number one thing, the first thing I always tell them is to get the sunlight before you're looking at your screen. And I think you know, we've heard a lot of that and most people just don't know, you know what I mean? It's not, I don't think they've heard it because they're probably not in the same circles that we are and consuming the same content and reading the same material. But, um, most people are like charging their phones in their room and not even having their phone on airplane mode, which I think through research we've seen just because of the EMF frequencies, it could be disrupting people's sleep. 
with like these little things that aren't registering for people. So having the phone in a different room, like easing into your day, I think it's so important because basically like your phone and your email specifically, if I'm opening my email, that is somebody else's list of all the things that I need to do for them. It's not like things that I need to do for myself. Uh, And especially if you're opening up social media, like you're giving away all your control right away in the morning and your brain's in a pretty malleable state, like based off of um, your brainwave frequencies, like you're kind of transitioning from this like sleep state into an awake state and you're feeding yourself like potentially like a lot of anxiety and setting off an alarm in your body as opposed to just like slowly easing into the day, like kind of releasing the right hormones at the right times, like by just observing a more natural um, pattern. So it's like getting outside, you don't need to have like an hour routine, but I'll pretty much not look at my phone off of airplane mode for like an hour, two hours each morning. Like, and when I do look at it, when I finally turn it on, I just feel gross immediately. You know, it's like, I would love to turn it off all day, but it's an option. Yeah. Well, now you got this, you know, this big following and, you know, people are expecting, uh, your, your, uh, your reels. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what would you say? Um, like I, I, what I was going to say was, I think this like bumper to bumper approach is a good thing to keep in mind when it comes to eating and when it comes to social media and your phone, like, if you give the, yourself these bumpers on each side of the day where you're not being exposed to what you know blue light or your phone or um eating too close to bed and then necessarily eating right when you get up right like i think that's like a simple way to just like start if people like are like well where do i start you know like do i have to fast for you know no you don't have to fast for long periods of time um but i think that you should just give yourself maybe an hour at least wake up and in that same hour that you're giving to not consume like a bunch of food is that is you're not going to consume any social media and anything that has to do with you know your business or whatnot and i think if you do that on the back end and the front end i think that's a good place to start 100 percent agreed and that those are like the first two steps like i'm i'm actually uh coaching a group right now of strictly MBA personnel, like coaches, front office people, announcers. And that is the progression. It's like we did nutrition for the first couple of weeks. Then we shifted into more circadian health morning routine. And the next week is like nighttime routine because most people are going to be working throughout the day. And it's um, there's definitely some things you could be doing throughout the day. I, I don't want to call them multitasking because I think multitasking gets us further from where we want to get to but just ways to check multiple boxes like in a passive way at once where you know have that be you're taking a phone call outside while while walking you know like you're you're getting steps in you're getting sunlight you're potentially helping digestion if you're doing that after meals like just taking these little breaks to get outside like having an uber drop you off at a destination like 10 minutes before to get those extra steps get more exposure to that natural light like just finding these little creative ways to work it into your day where it's like not overhauling your entire life and you're still on track and i think people 
they look at health in such an intimidating fact that like, I can't do that. I can't, whatever you're selling, like I can't buy it because you're going to basically like overhaul my entire life. And it's really not like that. I kind of look at it as like, I use the metaphor a lot with a lot of my clients. Like if you were a player development coach in the NBA, like if you were Michael Jordan every summer, like he's going to master like one or two new skills to bring into the next season. He's not going to like totally overhaul his game and like add 10 different things. Like maybe he's going to add a, you know, an outside shot, which is only going to help the rest of his game. It's like, if you have an outlet in the wall, you're not going to plug in like 15 appliances into it. Cause like they might work for a while, but then you're going to blow a surge. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's just give you one or two things to work on build that foundation and then just keep adding as your routine like kind of grows. And then by the end of these programs, you have like your own personal health routine, like tailored to your lifestyle and like what you're specifically going through. So like, that's kind of my approach and it's, it ultimately is going to add to people's lives, you know, like, you know, more clarity, more energy, more productivity, um, do you have any stories? Do you, do you have any good stories of, of some people who have made some changes? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it's almost impossible to not make positive changes. Like, I think if you enroll in anybody's course or anybody's like one-on-one coaching program, it, like I've had people that follow my Instagram for years and they, they don't get anywhere, right? Because it's like, you don't pay attention to what you're getting for free. And then immediately they make that investment. And like within two weeks, their entire life has changed. And it's like, whatever I'm telling them, it's pretty, it's like the same stuff that I'm telling you on this podcast, right? Like the program is not that complicated. It's simple, but I think people um, like you got to put either an investment towards it energy wise, time wise, financially to expect the results. It's like, if I wanted to be better, with my money management, I just hire like a financial advisor, right? Like I'm not going to go follow a bunch of financial advisors on Instagram and try to figure (laughs) out where to like what stocks or real estate them. I would be completely lost, but like the best way to get a result obviously is to hire someone who's gotten that same result and they can just expedite you there. Unless you want to put in, you know, like which I totally respect if you're like, you have the time and you're like, I'm going to read all the same books that this guy did. I'm going to go through the program. Um, well, it just goes to show you, you hired a coach yourself. For sure. Cause right. I mean, it's a completely different program than whatever I put people through. Cause a lot of us are going to have different areas of expertise. Like a lot of people come to me and I'm like, I'm not the right person for you. Like, you know, you're like a female and you have like hormonal issues. I'm like, you should go see my friend such and such. Uh, because we all have like different areas. I'm like, kind of like, I would say the first line of, I don't want to say defense, but like offense, almost like this is like, these are the fundamentals of health. Right. This is like how we're kind of intended to live. Um, You're the health coach. Yeah. At the root level, but like <laughs> my, myself, I'm like focused on some other things that like, I've done all these things. Uh, I know I can still feel better and like kind of get a little more accountability, improve like some of the phone habits specifically, some like detoxification stuff, um, just kind of like perfect the craft a little bit more and then hopefully learn more things 
to bring to my clients. But most of my clients, like they don't even want this level of nuance. Like you, right. I just right. want to meet people where they're at and like make it as simple as possible. Are you working with mainly uh, like males, would you say for the most part or? Yeah, I've got one female client, but most of the guys are just, you know, somewhere between like 35 to 45 years old, like pretty busy, successful guys, whatever line of work they're in, have it be MBA or something else. Uh, And they've achieved a lot of success in a lot of parts in their lives. I have it be financially or family wise. Um, But this area of their life has basically kind of been left behind. So it's like, catch that up. Like you have the ability to do these things. You know, it's not like you don't have the discipline and whatnot. You just kind of need that education and the accountability combined. And, you know, these are, they have like typical problems. Like they just want to lose 15 pounds, like understand some of these things, build an awareness around it. And then like with those things comes like, obviously the energy stuff, they just feel better in their bodies. You know, it's not like they have some acute chronic illness that they're coming to me with. Um, just like gaining weight and kind of aging a little too rapidly. Yeah. Um, a lot of my clients are around the same age, maybe even older. And I think what I, I see happens is uh, they just put, they sort of put their health on the back burner for a long time and, and they prioritize other things. And then they start to realize, well, it's 15 years just passed and, you know, I'm not looking the way I look and they become a little self-conscious and they, they lose confidence and it just creates a spiral um sort of effect and um yeah that's that's the importance of having someone to you know mainly to hold them accountable right for sure the accountability is everything i mean i'm sure you know from the guys that you that you coach it's like because if you put that investment towards something you kind of owe it to yourself just to follow through on it you're like i'm gonna listen to this guy i paid him he's like the expert And it's just, you're way more likely to follow through on it, actually get the, the right education and stick to it as opposed to these other kind of avenues that I, I think people, I think there is, there is a level and obviously not our clients because they've, they've invested in it, but there's a level of entitlement that they, people think they should get everything for free because there's so much content now that is Mm. free. And like, in reality, they are getting it for free, but like they would have to sift through it and streamline their process because there's so many creators out there. And I think you're getting an information overload where it's like, and people just don't even know what to do because it's like, you got to go carnivore, you got to go keto, V. it's like, there's so many paradigms right? and, you know, they might be getting fed all of them. And it's like, where do I go? Maybe give me a, a a little maybe one one story of a a guy that got some you know maybe was going down one road and you sort of shifted him to another place. Uh, there was one client in in particular, and he was like pretty heavy, suffered through depression, um, and just had a terrible relationship with food. Like psychologically, you know, he had some some childhood things where some abuse things, I think. And like, he would just use food as a way to kind of cope with whatever is going on in his childhood. And like, these things are getting ingrained in us, whatever, whatever traumas you're living through. And like, that's kind of his, 
his defense mechanism for it. And I think just through through the support and eliminating some of these foods that were kind of like creating more of this like spiral form where it's like the sugar and the oils and some of the grains like getting rid of those and focusing on like more nutritious whole foods uh he's lost like at least 30 pounds i think and like his wife is always like you're in such a better mood and like i would never model myself as like i'm gonna cure your depression or like this was just one example but i think people don't always realize that the inputs they're putting into their body through food can have a huge impact on their mental health and whatnot. And like, it just created a lot of momentum and it, it's changed this guy's life. And um, he would probably be like the one that kind of stands above, but there's a lot of people, like even the girl that I'm working with right now. um, I don't think people realize how much processed food they're eating. And then when you have somebody kind of pointed out and at least give them like some, like 90% of the food that we want to be eating, in my opinion, like we don't even need to put a number on it, but should be like the single ingredient whole foods. And that's like pretty simple. It's like anything in the fruit and vegetable section, any of the animal meats, like we don't need to get that complicated with it. Like I'm sure we're pretty well versed where it's like, no, you need grass fed meat and you need what it's like, I don't even bring it up to my clients at the beginning. It's like, they have enough things to kind of tackle where it's like, yo, let's just get these in and these out and kind of favor the foods that you like within this group that I'm providing you. And you're going to create it on your own to an extent. So this girl, I'd say like, was just exhausted waking up in the mornings and like probably gaining weight and whatnot. And then like within weeks and she keeps getting better. Um, Like I just heard from her today, like she lost five pounds last week alone. And like that, these aren't like these things ebb and flow, right? Um, And maybe weight loss isn't even a goal for people, but just favoring, like we don't count calories. It's not that maniacal or obsessive. Like, you know, once they get the hang of things, like we can start tweaking a little bit more and getting a little more dialed in on things and try to, it's all self-experimentation, right? Like anybody who tells you they have like the perfect formula, it's always going to be individual to your body. And like, we're going to have to try different things and, and whatnot, but you know, there are certain, I think certain things that are black and white, but it, it never is just like that simple. But I think with the right kind of foundation, like you'll get to where you want to get to. The health goat, Jared Rolski, laying the law down, loving it. Um, what one tip would you give someone if they were looking to get their health back? Is it a question I ask probably 90% of my guests? Um, you know, let's say they're trying to get their body, even their mind back to what it once was 10, 15 years ago. What one tip would you give that individual? I would hire somebody, you know, and I'm not, I'm not even trying to solicit business on this, <laughs> on this um, podcast, like by any means, you know, I, I just think it gives you the education and the tools to carry forward for the rest. It's a lifelong investment, you know, and I mean, I have, I just hired somebody myself, you know, like I hired Mark Sisson by going to the Primal Health Institute. Like these are thousands of dollars that I poured into. And I think when you do invest in yourself, whatever it is, you, you get that money back. You know, I think people are, are a little bit timid and whatnot. And there is this mindset that like, we're hanging on to money, but 
when you spend in a lot of ways, it comes back to you. So like that is the best and the quickest way. And I would just hire somebody that I think whatever problem you are having, right. like specifically, like I, I never uh, overcame an autoimmune issue. So if you're coming to me with that, I'll be like, find somebody who's done that specific thing for you, hire them. And I think you're going to, most of the time you're going to get results. So like, sometimes you just, you gotta, you gotta, you know, like I could sit here and be like, just eat real food. But like, I don't even know if people know what that means uh, to be, to be honest. And like, I'm sure they've heard it a lot of other times. So it's like taking that leap of faith, have it be a group course or just a one-on-one you're going to elevate your health and you're going to do it quickly. And you're going to have the skills because inevitably people are going to fall on and off the wagon. Right. Right. It happens to all of us, but now at least, you know, like, okay, I work with grin. I know exactly what I need to do to like get myself feeling good. And then like, maybe you get to a more advanced level and you want to learn something new, but like buying courses, um, which I do have one, like it's not, I, I think most people buy them and they don't even go through them. I think like it just like creates it's just creating digital dust somewhere on their computer screen, like right. which is different than the guide. The guide, it's like there's no work that you need to do with it, basically. Like you just get it, put it on your phone, you go to the grocery store, and like you're kind of set. That's why I think people like it, because it's not like me educating them and like modules and all this, these things, like at that it's like actually more valuable than like courses that I've sold for like hundreds of dollars, you know, and the guide is like 28 bucks. And I think way more people have gotten way more value out of it than any course. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think nowadays it's like for anything you could hire someone for, you know, like I I do stuff on social media. I'm like, okay, well, Facebook, whatever, Facebook ads. Like I don't want to sit here and try figure every little thing out. Like I'd rather hire someone to help me or guide me through it or, or, you know, same thing with health. And, and I always say, if you don't have your health, what do you have? So it's like, it's the best investment you can make. Um, and like you said, find someone that's maybe been through that or that you can relate with. Um, you know, uh, I work with middle-aged men for the most part, you know, it sounds like that you're, that's, you know, 35 to 45, maybe is your niche. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I you're, you're preaching to the prior uh, the the choir here. I I agree with you. Um, well, this is great, Jared. I've known Jared for a while. Um, friends with his brother, Daniel Rolski, successful entrepreneur. Uh, what's that? Satchel and Page is his brother's line. Uh, plug. Yeah, leather goods. So, um, but I'll put a link in the show notes for the Health Goat your Instagram handle. Is there anywhere else people should? find you other than instagram that's probably the best place i mean i have a website but all the content um the brand guide it's like all on my instagram page and um that would be the best place and i gotta ask you you know you've been in the nba for a long time uh, is, who's the goat obviously jordan i mean like it's not <laughs> it's like almost an offensive question to even ask. <laughs> i just think uh, who's number two then second best you know i think like you you have to put lebron in the conversation you know i i i really don't know like everyone's gonna have their preference but like you know like lebron james magic johnson kareem abdul jabbar bill russell i think would be like the guys that people would describe and put in that 
But to me, it's just like Jordan. If Jordan's like a 10 out of 10 on the superstar list, like I don't think anybody's even a four for me just because like it's the total package, right? It's just like the charisma, the swagger, um, the ability to come through in the clutch. Like, and if you talk about like, this is another thing about health. Like, I'm glad you kind of brought this up because different like there's a lot of this that's unquantifiable because like he pretty much did nothing <laughs> that I've talked about on this show like this guy was up gambling at night drinking doesn't like go to bed at a normal hour Jordan you're talking about Jordan yeah like drinking Gatorade and eating Wheaties and McDonald's like I know that he 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 wasn't like maniacal about these things with health like he's smoking cigars and like the energy, like he's just built, he's just, some of the people are just built different. They can just get away with things. Oh yeah. Like Dennis Rodman, <laughs> that guy used to go out all night. The stories behind him, you know, right. Go out all night, show up, put up a, you know, 20 rebounds. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Like, and he's drinking kamikazes, like, and not even sleeping the night before. Like if right. I do that, I'm like bedridden, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so we don't, we don't, a lot of these are just theories and like, these are just ways to give people like the best chance, you know? And, and at the end of the day, like the, the only study that really, cause you see a lot of people that are kind of like, um, they use like science to signal their authorities in, in yeah. this, like, I'd rather hear more about the people that you've helped and like how you've helped them as like testimonials as a port post to studies, because, you know, it, again, like different things can work for different people. We have a good idea, but I think we just need more, more compliance and like less information at this mm. point. We have education. It's like, I love that. Yeah. We, I, I agree. I, I completely agree. I mean, cause you could find a study for anything <laughs> and, and make it a, and make a reasoning for why it makes sense for you. And, um, but Right. It comes down to compliance and being consistent and, and just taking small daily actions. For sure. And like with the studies, it's like as if the questions we ask in the study doesn't influence the answers that we're given. I mean, there's like something else going on when you can kind of account for the observer effect. And it's like some of these studies, they're not even coherent. And like, I, it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't been um, well versed in like how to read the science, like everything in like systems program, it's like science-based combined with like this anthropological like view on health. Right. So yeah, we kind of, I think just get out of the weeds and just make everything as simple as possible, you know, for yeah. people is the best approach. All right, Jared, I appreciate you coming on. You finally made it on the podcast. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the Hall of Fame of help. <laughs> so, yeah, this was awesome. I loved it. So I thoroughly appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And I'll put a, a link in the show notes, The Health Goat on Instagram. Look out for his reels. They're really informative. They're funny. And uh, it's worth a listen So, or and a watch. Um, so thanks again for coming on, Jared. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. 
feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.